Well, what is happening? Uh, it's a Monday night, and Monday is podcast day, because being a wedding photographer, Saturdays are busy, I generally tend to take Mondays kind of off, and the plan was, being totally honest with you, that I was going to sit down and record this podcast today, throughout the day, however things got crazy hectic, crazy busy, so it's Monday night, it's 11.40pm, I am drinking a delicious cup of Kraftwerk's uh, Brazilian coffee, right now. Dink it and drink it. It's delicious. It's got a, according to the packet, it is apple and orange blossom flavoured, but it is that very fruity kind of, yeah, delicious flavour. It's nice. I enjoy it. Uh, and tonight, well today, whenever you're listening to this podcast, uh, we're going to talk about one simple thing, and that is just talking about business tips. Uh, but before we get into that, I just want to take a second uh, to just say thank you. Seriously, thank you so much. Uh, you guys, whoever you are around the world supporting this podcast, are amazing. Uh, you've sent in some great feedback. People have told me what they love, what they hate. Uh, too bad if you hate it, it's not changing. Ha! <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but seriously, this podcast has been an idea that I've loved to do and really wanted to try and push and pursue, and it doesn't happen without people listening to it. So thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you have the chance and you have the time, uh, I would really, really appreciate a, a review down the bottom on Apple. If you're on Apple or Spotify or whether you are, uh, just leave a review down the bottom. Leave some stars. Anywhere between one to five will make me happy. Uh, but basically, that really does help make a difference. does help bring this podcast up uh, into the charts and different things like that. So that would make a huge difference if you could just take a second and leave a review and leave a comment if you want. But secondly, also, I, I want to hear from you. I want to chat to you. I want to get to know the people listening to this podcast. So you can either, if you're listening to this on the Anchor app, you can, like I've said before, leave a voice message, say hello, uh, ask a question, or you can connect with me uh, on Twitter or Instagram, uh, tom.dewire, T-H-O-M dot Dewire. And uh, basically, send me a message, comment on a photo, do whatever you want, tweet at me, 140 characters, whatever you want, just get in contact. I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to get to know you and, uh, yeah, have a conversation, form a bit of a community around this. So uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining in. And without a doubt, let's uh, dink it and drink it. 11.40 p.m. coffee. I'm going to go to sleep straight after this. But, uh, yeah, so tonight I'm going to give you some business tips. And by all means, I am not the guy that has nailed business and has successfully, you know, achieved lots. I'm not a billionaire. Uh, I'm not a millionaire even. I'm not even a hundred dollar air. <laughs> I don't know what to call that. Uh, but, you know, I have made my fair share of mistakes and my fair share of wins through business. Um, and I just, you know, one thing I quite often get asked by a few people is just some tips on business, uh, things I've learnt, things I can provide value to for other people trying to grow their business, start their business, thinking about starting their business. Um, ironically, it's really funny, one of my clients I've taken on this week quickly uh, in the area of social media management is a business coach. So I'm giving coaching lessons to a business coach um, it kind of just made me laugh and, and think a little, but you know, yeah, everyone has to learn their own things. And, and, and it, that's a different thing because 
I'm teaching him in strengths that I know. Uh, he knows wildly different things to what I know, and therefore we both have strengths in different areas, and therefore uh, he needs my help in some things, and I could probably use his help in other things. Um, but that's, you know, so whether or not I'm a billionaire or not, there's still things that I have learnt that I can probably provide value to someone out there listening. Uh, and if that's you, you're welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. If I can ever help you in any way, or you'd like to just chat, like I said, send me a message. I'm always open. Um, but there's a couple of things that I, I learned in business. Um, and I'm going to kind of narrow it down to four points that I kind of want to talk about brief, briefly, you know, there's a podcast length. Uh, and number one, it's funny because I kind of put out a questionnaire, uh, on my Instagram asking about what topics you'd like on the podcast. And someone said, how to overcome fear? Uh, and that was actually one of my first tips that I was already thinking about for this episode, which was um, overcoming the fear. Um, because going into business is is scary. There's nothing minuscule about it. Business is a scary, scary place. Uh, and for me personally, it was it was terrifying. Uh, so my parents ran a business as a kid. Uh, well, I was a kid. They were adults, obviously, and they ran their business and. There was there was sacrifices our family made for that, you know. Dad was quite often working late. Um, the business was in the garage of the office, uh, the garage of our house, uh, and so that that provided difficulties for our family in separating home and work was really hard and different things like that. And and you know my parents did everything they could, and I do not fault them for anything. They, we had a great life growing up. It was exceptional, and I wouldn't change anything for the world uh, but being in business myself now I can see th- the way they went through things and the the stress they put on trying to make sure that we were happy as a family and and business was successful and doing what it needed to to be able to bring in money for my parents and an income uh, and so for me particularly I, I swore from you know year seven year nine onwards that I would never ever own a business of my own um, because I didn't want to put my kids through the the potential stress of, of losing a business, um, or and you know my parents did lose the business, and and that's you know that's that it happened. We've all moved past that. Everything's fine, uh, but it, it it terrified me. It honestly terrified me that I would make the same mistakes or have something happen that put me in the same position that. Uh, knowing what I went through as a kid, I didn't want my kids to go through that. And I don't have kids or anything and, and whatnot, that's fine. Uh, but it terrified me. So I always swore that I would never, ever go into business uh, having seen my parents run a business and, and the toll it took on them and our family. And and like I said, I'm not angry, not regretful or anything. Like I loved my parents and the childhood that they were able to give me and my brother. It was excellent. Um, but there was a fear that I had to overcome there, uh, a fear of that failure and and fear of what if I don't succeed and fear of you know just the big unknown and I think that fear comes to anyone with business it might be on a different level different scale different amounts and, and in different forms but no matter who you are I guarantee if you're thinking about starting a business and pursuing a career with your business or entrepreneurship something like that that fear is going to play a part in your decision at some point uh, and my advice is build off that fear. Use that fear as something that drives you and makes you push harder. 
so for me, like I said, I had that fear of, of failing and putting kids through this situation of having a business failure and losing a lot of things. And so for me, at this point before kids and whatever, I know that I, what pushes me is that if I fail, that's it. There's nothing else, you know. So the fear for me was overcoming that fear of failure and using it as a driving factor, using it as something that pushes me to be harder. And I go, well, rather than thinking about failing, um, pushing myself to the point that failure is just not an option. Uh, and I know for me that the second I start to think about, oh, what if I just gave up and tried a normal career? Or what if I just you know, went back to university, finished my degree and got a normal job? And, and I can do that. But as soon as I start to think about that, I start to take my mind off the prize that is running my own business and being my own boss and having a successful career and, and that goal. And so the fear I have to overcome there is that fear of failure and accepting failure as an option. Uh, and you might be different. You might have a fear of something different. You might have a fear of, of not having money, a fear of not doing this or not doing that. You know, you've got to figure out what the fear is for you, what's holding you back. And you have to figure out how you can overcome that personally because fear is something that's personal. It's not a, a blanket answer that will slow it for everyone. But my biggest tip around fear in business is find out what it is that is holding you back what it is you're afraid of and do everything you can to use that fear as a driving and a a a a pushing factor in your business to push harder and to push deeper into the business and do better than what you're afraid of not doing or doing uh so that's a bit of a, a hard thought to kind of talk talk about but i really just wanted to put that out there about fear and and how to overcome it and and my my tips are just just constantly counteract that with with pushing harder for it if that means you've got to listen to motivational podcasts and videos and and that kind of stuff on a daily basis then by all means go for it do that find out what it is you need to do to overcome that fear and and just crush it yourself um so that's tip number one overcoming the fear you have to and number two is um interesting because people often ask me you know uh, you know how do you work in the creative industry how does this work how does that work how do you have a successful creative business and like i said i you know in the eyes of some things in the world i i don't have a successful creative business i'm not a billionaire you know i still live in a one bedroom apartment so you know but i think that's that's successful in some ways uh there's different areas of success i found and different areas of of achieving goals uh but the biggest tip I can give to anyone in any kind of business, and this is a blanket statement, this is a blanket answer for any kind of business, whether it's creative, whether you have a clothing line, whether you have a bakery, whether you have a cafe, uh, and the truth is that no matter what business field you're in, what business industry you're in, you are actually in the business of people. No matter what it is, you are in the business of people. Because the truth is your business will not survive without people. Your business will not grow without people and your business will fail without people. And that's a guaranteed. Uh, and I think that comes, and what comes from that, uh, is that you need to be authentic. You need to be genuine. Um, I think we live in a day and a society where you know, social media and the internet and things like that, it's so easy to put up a fake mask and a fake personality and a fake profile and people aren't genuine people aren't authentic 
And I think that what people as as humankind we crave is authenticity and having a genuine connection. So if you're a car salesman and you're trying to sell a car to someone that's worth $50,000, you're not going to do that by just being an arrogant butthole and, pardon my language there, uh, and, and just trying to shove it down their throat. You know, to be able to sell and create a sale with someone, you need to build that uh, that trust. You need to build that relationship. And, you know, it's not a full relationship. It's between a, a, a car salesman and, and a customer. Like, it's not a, a relationship of love and built off years of trust. You know, it's it's different lengths and different types of relationship. But if you're not genuine and you're not authentic, people are going to know, people are going to feel that, and they're not going to react the same way they would as if they were around someone who is genuine and authentic. So no matter what you are, what your business is, what your goals are, what you want to achieve, you are in the business of people and you need to be genuine and authentic. And that counts for anything. That counts in the way you engage with people, the way you interact, the way you post on your online content, your social media. Be a real person because, like I said, people are what grow your business and people are what bring business to you. Uh, if you're so for me I know weddings particularly being a wedding photographer uh, I know that at a wedding I'm photographing there's a high chances at least at least one other couple that are either engaged or soon to be engaged at that wedding and so for me I know that uh, yes I can take good photos some photos I take are even great photos some are just average photos that's the truth okay I'm being honest and real with you however if the interaction I provide with my couples leading up to the wedding, the wedding day and after the wedding are all that of a relationship of a friend or someone that they can trust, 100% guarantee that they're more likely to re refer me to their friend at the wedding that is engaged than if I was just an idiot that showed up, took the photos, left and didn't interact with them. Because I'm in the business of people. I'm not in the business of wedding photography. I'm in the business of people. So I immediately, when my couples email me, I'll send them an email that isn't just a straight, straightforward standard template that says, hi, thanks for you know getting in touch. Here's the details. Here's my price. I send an email that says straight away or automatically it'll say, hi, so excited that you're engaged. I'm I'm actually genuinely excited about hearing that you're engaged. You've made the commitment to get married. Whether or not you choose me as your photographer in the end, I'm just excited for you. And then from that, we go in to talk about, yes, the details and the pricing. But before they even book me, I meet with all my couples so that I can establish a relationship with them. If I don't get on with them over drinks and over, over dinner or something like that, then I'm not going to get along with them very well on their wedding day. And therefore, I'm not going to be able to deliver the best product and the best photos that I can for them. So I want to build that relationship. I want to be able to get to their wedding day and have them feel comfortable around me as a person. Not only that, what I'll also do is I'll send them before a wedding, I'll send them uh, a voucher to go out for dinner. Because I know that weddings can be stressful. Weddings can be uh, a pain in the butt to plan. It's expensive. You've got to deal with all your family and all your friends and people not coming or people coming. And it's just chaos. And so I know that if I send them a voucher to go out for dinner a month before the wedding, for them, they're kind of like, sweet. You know, this is a dinner we don't have to pay for. It gives us a break to intentionally go out. Yes, they'll probably still talk about the wedding, but it's actually a thing that they will intentionally go out and do. And to them, that came from me. So that's me investing into them as people, putting the time, the effort, the money into them as people. 
And so therefore, again, they've got that connection. They go, oh man, he cares about us. It's not just a business to him. It's not just a sale and a transaction of product for, for money. It's we are people, he values us. So therefore, when we get to their wedding day, they're super happy with me. They're excited because I sent them out to dinner. I've engaged with them. I've built a relationship and I've built a connection. And therefore, I'll get natural photos, the best product, and they'll continue to recommend me to their friends because of the experience. If I take average photos or, or just just good photos, not great photos, just good photos throughout the whole day, they're still going to recommend me because of the interaction they had with me as a person. So it's an industry of people. No matter what you do, you are the industry of people. It comes down to one simple thing. People come back if they like you and if they interact with you. It's simple. Treat them the way you want to be treated. If you were hiring someone to clean your house and you were going to pass ways with them, you would want someone that was nice and said hello and was polite to you. You wouldn't want someone who was dirty and, and, and mean and rude, you know. Be a genuine, authentic person. Engage with them and then your business will benefit from that no matter what your business is. 100% your business will benefit from being a people person and a genuine person because we are in the business of people no matter what you are. You're in the business of people. And I love people. That's why I love my job. I am a huge people person. I can talk to anyone for hours, hence why I have a podcast, because I can just talk to myself. Clearly, party in the room right now, 11.40. Well, it's actually now midnight. But people are what I love. And so I love to just hang out with people, chat with people, build a relationship and a connection with people. And I guarantee if you start to invest a bit of time from your business in the people and the clients you have and the relationship you have with them, your business will grow. They'll recommend you and you'll start to see the success a little bit more. Second thing I want to talk about is discipline. And this is a hard one. Uh, discipline is something that I think most things in life come down to. Discipline and whether or not you would you are going to or not going to achieve something. Um, I saw this quote that says, Today I will do what others won't so that tomorrow I can accomplish what others can't. And it's by Jerry Rice. Some guy. Don't really know who he is. I apologize if I should know who he is. Um, but that's a really cool quote. I like that. Today I will do what others won't so tomorrow I can accomplish what others can't. So if that means that you have to get up at 5 a.m. to be able to go to the gym, eat healthy, get your day ready before you go into work, then that's what you have to do. And if that's you doing that and other people not doing that, then of course you're going to succeed. If, you're, if you work in a job where there's you and a bunch of people that are all the same level of employee and you make the decision to go in half an hour early to get yourself set up for the day, uh, to be prepared to make sure that when 9am starts and work starts, that you're ready to just go from 9am. I guarantee you'll find better performance and you will be able to be valued and, and most likely move up in that company more than someone who rocks up at 9, takes that half an hour from 9 till 9.30 to get themselves prepared to be able to start at 9.30. You know, if you're there ready to go by the time the day starts, if you are doing what others are willing to, others aren't willing to do, I guarantee that you'll be able to accomplish more than they can because we all have the same 24 hours in the day. We all have the exact same amount of time. It's how you choose to use that. And part of that comes down to knowing yourself, knowing your body, knowing your limits, knowing your boundaries. For me, I know that I can live and function well off a minimum of five hours sleep. 
hence why it's you know past midnight and I'm recording a podcast because I know that I can still function late and I can still function by five hours sleep get the jobs I need to done and have a long day a day of long hours but be very productive for all those hours and so it comes down to knowing who you are if you know that you need and you need like eight hours sleep minimum daily put that as a priority put the discipline in your life to make sure that you go to bed at eight o'clock nine o'clock whatever time you need to to get those eight hours sleep it's about discipline you need to be disciplined enough to say yes i'm going to go to bed at that time rather than stay out that little bit longer because i know that if i get eight hours sleep rather than six and a half hours sleep i'll be more productive i'll be more functionable i'll be ready to just tackle and smash out the next day it's discipline it's the same as you know if if you want to get fit and you want to go to the gym uh, this is not my strong point, but I'm working on being disciplined of going to the gym every single day, whether that is either running or doing weights or doing high intensity cardio training, functional training, whatever it is, I am working on being disciplined to do that. And another quote, uh, that comes from the legend himself, Terry Crews. He says, if you're late twice or more, you don't want it bad enough. And it's so true. You know, if you really, really want something, you really, really care about it, if you care about getting fit, you're going to make sure that you're disciplined enough to get up that extra hour and go to the gym for an hour. Or, you know, you're disciplined enough to read a book once a, once a month because you want to invest in knowledge and use that knowledge to grow your business or to grow your, you know, to better your finances, to get yourself out of debt, to build your relationship. It all comes down to discipline. If you want it bad enough, you'll achieve it. But if you're late more than twice, like Terry Crews says, you don't want it bad enough and you're not going to go for it. You have to be disciplined and you have to want it to be able to achieve something. So we all have the same 24 hours. How are you using that? It comes down to determination and drive. Are you driven for it? Are you disciplined? Are you prepared to put the sacrifice in for what others won't do so that you can achieve it? And you have to figure out what that looks like in business for you. If you're trying to compete for a pitch for a, uh, a contract or something like that, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to put in extra that your competitor won't? And not only will you not only pitch what you're going to do and say that that's what you're going to do, but actually be disciplined and determined and driven enough to follow through and actually put your money where your mouth is and actually do it. You know, there's nothing worse than trying to pitch for a job and have someone be like, yeah, we'll put in this much hours and this much work and rah, 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 and this is the price we'll do, but then they don't actually do it. And then the client gets frustrated and wish they went with someone else. You have to be disciplined enough to do it. So that's my other point. Discipline. Make sure that you are disciplined with your actions and whatever you do. Be determined. Get up early if that's what you're going to do. Stay up later if that's what you're going to do. Put in the extra hour. Be disciplined and you will see the results. I guarantee you. You will see the actual physical results in your career, in your work in your business in your whatever it is you're doing maybe it's just in your hobby maybe you just want to be able to rock climb you know once a week and you have to be disciplined enough to go rock climbing physically put the time aside to get up and go rock climbing uh, and and with discipline and with business always comes this final point that i want to bring up which is organization 
Whew, organization and I are not the best of friends. I'm going to be honest with you there. Uh, all throughout high school, I was that kid that would make a study chart. Like, I mean, it was color-coded. It was asymmetrical. It was, you know, there was two centimeter by two centimeter rows in four columns with five days of the week. And, you know, it was, it looked brilliant. You could look at this study chart on my wall and you were like, this is amazing. You would look at it and go, this kid is so organized. This kid is going to achieve his goals because by the looking of his chart, he is disciplined and he is prepared to study. Boy, was that far from the truth. (laughs) Basically, I was excellent at making it look like I was organized because I invested the time into organizing and, and creating and designing that schedule. However, keeping to that schedule was a whole another story and that was shocking uh and i quickly learned in business that you have to be organized you have to find a way to make sure that you're organized and you're prepared uh and one of the best things i did for that for me and for my business and where i actually saw business grow and and things become easier uh was by integrating a crm a client relations management system uh, there's plenty out there. There's hundreds, you know. There's I use one called Tave because it's designed for wedding photographers and creatives. But there's hundreds of softwares out there you can use. Um, and for me, what that did was it allowed me to be organized with my clients and freed me up to build that personal relationship. So beforehand, I would have to send invoices. I would have to type each invoice up. I would have to make sure I knew where it was saved. Every time they made a payment, I would have to write that down on a piece of paper or write it down on a spreadsheet, make sure it was noted. Uh, and there was just all these different steps that I had to do. And then if they asked about a question of how much they've paid and how much they owe, it took me a while to figure it out and, and work it out. But as soon as I got this CRM, it just made that that business side of things, that organization side of things, automated and simple. So now instead of typing up an invoice, I can generate an invoice from the prices and the packages I have for weddings. So I have two packages, I have a 10-hour package and I have a 12-hour package. Keeps it simple. Couples pick one of those. When I invoice it, I send it through as that invoice. They pay it. It automatically schedules that. uh, It automatically records that payment for me. Uh, My finances go when they go, hey, how much have we paid? You know, how much do we still owe? All I got to do is open the CRM, go into the job that is that couple and go, well, look, here we go. They've paid a deposit of 50%, so they owe this much now, uh, but they've also paid an extra $500 on top, so you take that out and just send it through to them. It it automates that boring side, well, not the boring, but the side that I struggled to do and keep on top of uh, for me so that it freed me up to do the rest, to do the creative side of the business, to bring in more clients and more work, to be able to grow the business on social media, be that personal relationship with the clients and the couples. It freed me up for the rest. So you need to make sure that your business is organized. If that's as simple as scheduling posts, taking time to make sure that all your your uh, financials are in order or your clients are in the one space, you have all your contact with them in the right spot, your emails are organized, whether you have a folder for brides, whether you have a folder for commercial work, uh, whatever it is, maybe you're a designer and you need to organize your days and you schedule your calendar and plan to do certain amount of billable hours 
for a Monday and a certain amount of billable hours for this client on a Monday afternoon and another client on Monday morning and then one on Tuesday. Uh, organization really, really helps business because it frees you up if you can automate your business or automate aspects of your business so that you can focus on other areas. Heck, if for you that business side and that you know accounting and that management and that organization side is what you're good at, Find a way to automate the other areas. Find a way to uh, automate the the stuff you're not as good at, like social media, uh, engagement, relationships, that kind of thing. Find a way, whether that's employing someone else to run your social media, um, tomdewire.com, shout out. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, finding your strengths and, and organizing your business around your strengths like that because it really does help. It's actually a big skill that you need to learn and you need to figure out. Uh, and it took me a while to work out that, but it also took me a while to be able to build a business to the point where that was an option. You know, when you start out a business, you're not automatically going to invest straight away into being able to pay for a, a CRM monthly if you don't have clients to be able to bring in money. You know, you've got to bring in clients, you've got to bring in enough money to be able to justify those kind of expenses. It makes sense, you know. Uh, but but organization is a huge thing. Organizing your time properly, your calendar. Uh, I have never, thankfully with business, I have never ever double booked uh, a meeting or a, a client session, a couple, a wedding, whatever it is. I have never double booked something, but I have put things so close it's not even funny. There was once where I had a... Uh, a, a lunch with family in Bathurst, which is where I lived at the time, and that was from you know twelve till till two, you know roughly, uh, and then I was supposed to be in Orange at quarter past two for a photo session. And if you know anything about Bathurst and Orange, they're not fifteen minutes apart; they're at least forty minutes apart. Uh, and so that was the problem. I never double booked, but I booked things very very close. So making sure you're organised with your times. Uh, your calendars and coordinating not only your business side but your personal life alongside that. Um, so for me, I use uh, Google Calendar across all of my you know devices, my iPad, my laptop, my iMac, my iPhone, and it's all connected to the same account so that automatically as soon as I go to put something in, I know whether it'll overlap with something or whether it'll cut it really close to something. Uh, and the best thing about that CRM that I mentioned, Tave, it integrates with your calendar. Uh, so again, if you go to put something in and you've got something scheduled in Tave, it'll alert you and warn you. Um, organization is incredible. It saves you time. It increases productivity. Uh, if you know that you can get up, even simple things, like if you know that in your office space, this drawer is for bills to pay. This drawer is for bills that have been paid this drawer is for uh you know your camera gear this drawer is for your design gear like simple organization tips like that are gonna produce your productivity produce increase they're gonna increase your productivity miles and and it's gonna be a huge benefit for the business in the long run because it'll free you up to be able to focus on other things uh so make sure that you are organized so I, I really want to, yeah, I really hope this helped someone. Uh, and this, you know, was something interesting. Um, you know, my, my four tips, overcome the fear uh, because it'll help you grow in the long run. Use your fear as a driver to push you further. 
be a people person. The biggest thing I can ever... That's probably my biggest tip. If you'd walk away from this podcast with one thing, be a people person because you're in the business of people. Uh, If you're not good with people, you're not building relationships and you're not engaging with your clients and your customers, they won't come back. Your business will fail eventually. Uh, Second is be disciplined. Make sure that you are disciplined, determined and driven to achieve what you set out to achieve. Write down your goals and make sure you achieve them and actually follow through with what you're planning and saying you're going to do. And finally, be organized. Being organized will help you with productivity and increase your your business growth and potential because it'll free you up to be able to focus on the areas you're stronger in uh so that's my tips that's my points Uh, i hope this was helpful uh again you know if you think it was helpful let me know shoot me a message via instagram tweet at me uh or even send me an email uh thom a dewire t-h-o-m-a-d-w-y-e-r at gmail.com Uh, You can send me any kind of email through there if you want to talk about the podcast, if you have ideas, if you have feedback, let me know. If you want to talk about this, if you think I can help you and your business in any way or can help you achieve your goals, let me know. I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to figure out a way that we can just talk. I really want this podcast to form a community of people that are just like-minded, ready to take over the world. Uh, Yeah. But keep up with me on all kinds of social media platforms. Uh, Please subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you are. You can find this podcast, obviously, through where all podcasts are found. Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, even ones that I've never even heard of. Apparently, it's on there according to the Anchor app. Uh, But that's super exciting. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Coffee Talks. There are some exciting episodes coming up really soon. Uh, I really, 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 really can't wait to release them. This whole weekly thing is killing me when I've got like five episodes pre-recorded and I'm prepared to release them. But, you know, you got to take it slow. Slow and steady wins the race. Uh, and, yeah, if you'd like, share this podcast with someone that you think would like this podcast. That would really mean a lot to me to build the community, get some more listeners along and grow that audience. But for now, dink it and drink it. Mm, It's a little bit cold now, I'm not going to lie, but uh, I will catch you on the next episode of Coffee Talks. See ya.